So today I just want to talk a little bit. Um, I'm out here, I'm shoveling some gravel, so I'll just call this my ASMR. Should sound nice. It's good gravel. I have a couple things. I have a couple issues. Um, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have heard, but the world's kind of going through some stuff right now. It's, uh, there's like this worldwide pandemic um, called COVID, coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, something like that. It's kind of messing up with people. It's kind of like, it's kind of like there's like little gremlins out there that we can't see stealing all of our grandparents and kind of, it's not cool, man. Um, thing is, if there were little gremlins out there taking our grandparents, I guarantee you that the whole country would get together and be like, yo, let's fuck these gr little gremlins up. Everybody right now. And it's not happening. It's not happening. Some people are like, I don't really know if these gremlins are, are, are like, oh. no, no, man, stop. Stop. Stop with the excuses. Stop with the memes. Stop with everything, man. There's people fucking dying. It's not cool. <clears throat> I really, really, you know what? All these anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, I applaud your enthusiasm. I really do. Okay? Because I feel like intent is important and um, their intent is freedom. You know? They want to, they do want to live their life in a way where other people don't tell them what to do. And that's really fucking cool. And you know what? If it wasn't a pandemic, if it was something else where there weren't lives at stake, you know, I would, I would agree with them. A hundred percent. I'm a hippie. I'm not going to lie. My parents are hippies. Smoke pot my whole life. Free love, bro. Peace. Peace on earth. Plur. Peace, love, unity, and respect. Other people are not allowed to tell you how to live your life. They're not. This is different. This is so fucking different though. I can't take your side here. I can't because this isn't a victimless crime, okay? It's not. Your decisions matter, your actions matter, okay? <clears throat> I was delivering oxygen at the beginning of the pandemic. I got a nice little paycheck. Got a little CARES Act money, it was sweet. But uh, anyway, man, there's, I can't think of another job where you have to go from a nursing home to a nursing home to a hospital to a private family residence <laughs> all in the same day. All right? I got to see the COVID. I got to see the pandemic from every single angle. All of it. All of it. I saw the people that got better and I saw the people that didn't. All right. I worked in the cardiac ICU for a while, like 2018, at Tacoma General. Amazing, amazing cardiac surgeons there. Brilliant, all right? I have seen an overcrowded ICU. I've been there, I've worked it, and it's the most terrifying experience I've ever had in my whole goddamn life, all right? An overcrowded ICU means that 
you know, there might be one or two hospital beds. ICUs aren't very big. Most of the ones I worked in, even in big cities, are about eight to 12 beds, all right? So you get, you get six or seven COVID patients in there, and then your grandma has a heart attack. Nothing to do with COVID, absolutely nothing to do with COVID, all right? Doesn't matter if she's vaxxed or not, doesn't matter. She, she got hurt, she got sick, she needs a hospital bed. We don't have one, okay? So we have to decide if any of our patients are maybe able to survive on another unit or not so that we can open up a room for your grandma. And if we can't, if we, none of our patients are stable enough to go to the step-down unit, then um, I really, really hope that the ambulance gets your grandma to the next hospital in time. Problem with a pandemic is the next hospital will be full too. You're gonna have the same issue. Grandma's still dying. So you go to the next hospital, they're full. Um, I heard rumors, I, heard, I read reports that there were times in LA, in Santa Barbara, Long Beach County, where all of the ICUs were 80 to 90% full. That number, 80 to 90, sounds to most people like there's some wiggle room, doesn't it? Well, there fucking isn't. 80 to 90% full, remember what I said? If you got 10 beds and they're 90% full, you got one bed. 80%, you got two beds. All right, people know how hospitals work. You really think you're only gonna get one patient today? It's terrifying, absolutely terrifying. So remember, remember everything we talked about two years ago, flattening the curve? We did it. We won, we won that battle. Talk shit all you want, okay? We did flatten the curve. We did, okay? Isolation worked, quarantine worked. We kept the hospitals healthy and safe enough to take care of our grandparents when they really needed it. So, even though it sucked and everyone was mad at being quarantined and everything, you know what? You probably did save my grandparents' lives, so thank you. Even if you're an anti-masker, anti-vaxxer, I'm sure there was one moment in the last two years where you thought, maybe I shouldn't go out there today, or maybe I'm gonna put on a mask today, and you saved somebody's life, so thank you. It's not about that. I just want people to know that, guys, this isn't over, okay? There's been other pandemics, we already know this. It's not rumors, it's not black or white, it's not Democrat, Republican, man. Every virus we've ever had started having variants. All of them, okay? So this argument, this this vaccine isn't gonna work with these variants. It's really fucking annoying because anybody knows anything about mRNA, mRNA is a messenger. It doesn't do anything. It talks, guys. It It's jelly in a jelly donut, okay? It's not even in the nucleus. Well, it is in the nucleus, but it doesn't affect the DNA strands ever. It can't, it's unable to, it's a messenger, okay? So the 
fact is, COVID-19, this messenger is really good at keeping you from being on a vent and dying, okay? That's it. And its effectiveness doesn't have to do with COVID-19. Its effectiveness has to do with your body and your immune system, okay? They keep, everyone's complaining about a booster shot. Man, the first two were booster shots also, if you think about it. It's boosting your immune system to fight something else. I do predict some terrible outcomes because of that. Terrible, horrific outcomes because of how the vaccine has impacted our, our immune systems in a way that human history has never seen before. So yeah, yeah, I'm scared of the vaccine too. Absolutely. But you know all those apocalypse movies where, you know, the heroes against the government. Government's bad, they control everything, everything, even the words you speak. So these free people are living in the sewers and the dumpsters are eating out of trash cans just to survive. Fuck that, man, I'm gonna be on the winning team. Give me the blue pill. I'm not living like that, bro. Man, I'm just saying, if the vaccine really is evil and is putting nanorobots and technology and shit like that into my veins and it's going to turn me into a mindless robot in the end, at least I'm on the winning team, bro. I don't care at that point. I'm not saying that's what this is. I'm saying I'm okay with the worst case scenario. So let's go ahead and start there. <clears throat> doesn't make sense man I don't understand how goodwill and caring about your neighbor and hoping that everybody's healthy is divisive these days I don't know how brotherly love and being a good neighbor is an argument these days we're never there's a reason they called <clears throat> there's a reason that the 40s had the greatest generation right we still call them that today. It's a World War II generation. There's a reason we call them the greatest generation. I'm not gonna say that's when America was great because oppression was at an all-time high. Um, women, people of color, uh, Asian immigrants, okay, we had concentration camps at the time. So, Puyallup, Washington, the Puyallup Fair used to be a concentration camp, all right? There's more examples like that. Little kids run around on amusement parks little rides there now so I'm not gonna go ahead and say that the 40s was a better place I'm saying that we're never gonna get patriotism like that ever again ever that's not a that's not even me talking shit you know red velvet cake was invented during the war because the whole country stopped eating chocolate so that our troops could be a little bit more comfortable. All right, do you, do you see a chocolate rationing happening in 2021? No, no, no. You can't even get Chick-fil-A sandwich off the goddamn market. How are you, <laughs> a metal shortage? Can you see that happening here? All right, talking about freedom with your guns. How about, um, couple years in the 40s 
when you weren't allowed to buy a gun or bullets because of the war effort. <clears throat> and people were okay with that because the country mattered more than themselves. It's never going to happen again. <clears throat> All right, I'm sorry. I was actually kind of rudely interrupted. One of my coworkers just heard me talking and decided that he suddenly needed to be in the backyard where there's nothing for him to do. So, anyway, it's a whole lot more fun talking to strangers, you know what I mean? Way less judgment. You guys can be as mad at me as you want, and I don't have to deal with it tomorrow. So, where was that? Greatest generation, right? Yeah. Metal shortage, chocolate shortage. People literally sacrificed for the greater good, for the betterment of their country. People were real patriots. That's why we called them the greatest generation. Because they knew that if they... All they had to do was make their life a little teeny, teeny little bit more difficult. And then we would win. And if we still had that spirit, if we still had that level of commitment to each other and to the country, we'd be done right now. Straight up. Straight up. All the other pandemics we've ever had lasted 18 months. By the end of 18 months, we've usually kind of figured out the symptoms, the pathology, what to do about it, how to avoid it. And also, we've developed some herd immunity by then. We've lost a lot of people that weren't biologically strong enough. So, you know, 18 months. And guess what happened? Pandemic, December 2019. What was 18 months after that? It was uh, June. It's June 2021. And you know what started happening in June 2021? California opened up. Washington opened up. Um, uh, Texas opened up. Idaho opened up. Um, we are back in restaurants. We're back in bars. Everybody's back. We're not even talking about essential workers anymore. Everybody's back. 18 months. This Delta fucks shit up. But, you know, like I said before, there's been a variant of every single disease. So, could have seen this coming. At least it's Delta and not fucking Spirit Airlines. Spirit sucks. We'd be screwed. Anyway. <clears throat> so... I'm not going to be able to actually change people's minds. People are so goddamn stubborn these days. But I want the conversation. I want the nuance. I want people to understand that their actions have consequences. Negative or positive, you know? So what side of history do you actually want to be on? That's what I'm trying to say. Because I think that a lot of these people on the internet spouting off all this shit are ready to be embarrassed, man. You're putting yourself in a really scary spot when you start saying this kind of stuff. Because even the virologists, even the people who spent their entire lives planning and preparing for a pandemic 
just in case, not knowing if they would ever get one in their lifetime. Those people are having trouble figuring out what to do with this shit. All right, so I really, really doubt that there is a single YouTube video by anybody, pro or con, that you can listen to and know that it's 100% right, including me. I know for a fact that I will be proven wrong by the end of this multiple times. That's why I'm open to engagement. I want the conversation because, you know, it's really, really fun to fight for your point. It really is. Some people would even say it's healthy, you know, not being a flip-flopper. People don't like flip-floppers. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if I have an opinion, a strong one, and someone else comes at me with their opinion and is able to change my mind, that means I have the right opinion now, right? That means that I'm correct. And I would rather be correct than fight over something that's really just part of my ego. Wouldn't you want to know that the next time you have this conversation, you're coming at them with facts? Isn't that better? Isn't that better than just having people, you know, jump on your team and tell you you're perfect? I think it's better to be correct. So, go ahead, change my mind. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe masks don't work. No, no, fuck that. No, masks work. Okay. Yeah, let's skip that one. Because we've been using masks. Um, shoot, I don't even know how long. 1400s? Don't quote me on anything, but remember the Black Plague people with the beak masks? Masks work, man. I, in the cardiac ICU, we had a reverse airflow room for tuberculosis patients because it's so ridiculously contagious. It makes COVID look like a little bitch. And fun thing about tuberculosis, makes your lungs stop working and you suffocate slowly. That's what the iron lung thing is. All those old iron lung cartoons or whatever from the like Mickey Mouse in the 50s they always make fun of the iron lung shit's terrifying you're in a tube that breathes for you and you don't you don't live very long it's miserable the whole time so I took care of those patients and I used a KN95 mask with a charcoal respirator that was battery powered and um I had to shave before I came to work because if there was not a perfect seal on my KN95 or my N95, which was my preferred one, I like the N95 over K, but if you're walking around, the K is so much better. But anyway, in the TV room, I used the N95 and 12 hour shifts, you know? You have a patient that critical, you're not leaving that room and no one else is gonna wanna go in there, no one's gonna take that risk. So yeah. Wearing a charcoal respirator, painter suit, wrapped up like a goddamn mummy. You can't hear anything. I got a face shield over the top of all this for spittle. So I can't see, I can't hear, I can't breathe. And I'm busting my ass for 12 hours, three days a week. And it's just what you do, all right? I know for a fact that there's people with COPD people with asthma, people with breathing issues, 
who are wearing masks today without issue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know them. I met them. And they wear masks all the time, okay? We have to wear masks during flu season for about the last eight years. So there's a reason. People like to say that those little teeny masks, little surgical masks, blue ones, are bullshit. They don't work. They're doing all these tests. They're showing that, like, oh, it's only, like, 80% effective on inspiration. No. Hey, guess what? Surgeons wear that to protect you, okay? It's very, very extremely unlikely that there's going to be a blood splatter or some kind of mucus or phlegm that comes out of an unconscious body and hits a surgeon in a spot where it's going to affect them. Super fucking rare. The reason that they wear masks is to protect you, okay? So, every fucking time I hear this argument about whether masks work, it doesn't... Man, just do it for your neighbor. Do it in case you accidentally save a life. Isn't that fun? You can accidentally save a life today. You can accidentally make it so that somebody gets to see their grandkids' birthday next year. On accident. Not fucking hard. Right? It's not. You're gonna accidentally be a good person just wearing a mask at your shot. You will save lives. You'll be a goddamn hero. <clears throat> Treat this with respect. Give people your other six feet. This happened to me the other day. I went to a gas station. I forgot my mask. I'm like, hey man, uh, you bring me out a mask, I'll buy it from you, and then I want to do some shopping. And he goes, yo, man, give me my six feet and we good. I really like that. That's critical thinking. That man understands the disease. He understands the pathology. He understands the process. He knows that if he gives me my six feet, no matter whether I'm vaccinated or not, no matter if I have the disease or not, he's got his mask on. I'm giving him his six feet. We're taking care of each other. We can do this transaction without people saying, you have to do this, you have to do that. No, man. Let's just choose to be better and then there won't be an argument. If, we, if everybody chooses to be better all the same goddamn time, let's make it easy. How about if you're outside, try to get everyone six feet. It's way easier. If you're inside, wear a mask because there's gonna be chance times where you can't be, give people their six feet. That's it. How about that? We don't, there's no really, really easy compromise. Both sides can win. So I want conversation, I want nuance, I want people to talk about things instead of just be picking sides, you know? It's really funny how the whole Obama era, we were tearing down labels, no more labels, no more labels, no more labels, and now we're so goddamn obsessed with labels. <clears throat> so, man, I'm shoveling pretty fast. I'm killing it. It's that Rocky Four workout. He dies. He dies. <clears throat> All right. Well, I have so much more to say, but um, I'm not on Wi-Fi, so I'm going to figure that out before I come back to this. And uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one person will hear this 
and they might accidentally save some lives, and that's all I really want. Um, if this disappears and go out into the ether, at least I got my thoughts out. It's really goddamn frustrating. Crowd overcrowded ICUs, man. I really sincerely hope that none of you, nobody ever, ever has to witness or experience an overcrowded ICU. I would rather have a tsunami wave coming at me that's 100 feet tall. Because at least I'll, I'll know what's going to happen. An overcrowded ICU, we're saying goodbye to people who should have lived. We're telling people, I'm sorry, but if you came to the hospital down the street, they could have saved you, but we're not able to. That's what an overcrowded ICU is. And if... It's time. It's nut up or shut up time, guys. It's, it really is. Not just the U.S. Not just white people. Not just anything. Just <clears throat> It's the whole world this time. The whole entire world. We don't know what's going on in Venezuela, man. I don't think we're going to find out about Venezuela for a couple years. We're not going to know the impact that it had on India. It's too many people. We're not going to know the real impact of any of this for a really long time, so we have to set ourselves up for success right now, today. So that even if we do fail, at least we don't fall as far. You know what I mean? Because there's still a chance that this pandemic does win. Seriously, straight up. Straight up. There is a chance that this pandemic can win and take all of us it's out there. Small chance. Super, super tiny chance. I'm not expecting it. All right, the transmission rate and the mortality rate, I'm not expecting that. But I wasn't expecting COVID-19 either, man. So let's put ourselves in a better position to win this one. That's it. You don't even have to take sides yet. Just be a little better. All right. I need a goddamn sandwich. <laughs>